Hello and welcome to a podcast. A podcast with me, Stephen Allen, uh, doing some stuff on radio. It's edited down nicely into what you're about to hear. Enjoy. Ready to do another radio? Go on then. Not the up, upbeat music better thought we're going to use. No, it's fine. It's okay. Uh, How was your weekend? Good, I hope. I had a great one. Gigging all over the place. Did one in Camden, one in Bradford-on-Avon. Oh, this weekend, I'm at the Backyard Comedy Club in uh, Bethnal Green. Yeah, Friday and Saturday. I'm emceeing both nights. So, yeah, yeah. just throw it. I shall try and remember to remind you nearer the time. Also on the show today, not just me plugging my own wares. Well, obviously, I'll be plugging my own wares desperate for work but um we'll be talking about what you could do with a spare room strictly watch because things are getting exciting on strictly i've not watched it but i've heard um a thing about food and something to do with star trek it's not gonna make you stick around is it in the papers um tories have released a line of liz trust merchandise which has the slogan in liz we trust <laughs> I mean, I'm all in fa- I love a pun, and I'm all in favour for merchandise, but that's a stretch in it. In Liz, we trust. So you can buy, um, let's have a look, you can buy mugs. Well, there are some mugs involved in this story. You buy T-shirts, uh, water bottles, and travel cups with the logo in, in Liz, we trust. That's nice, isn't it? Because they've had their convention, and it's nice that there's like a fan base developing there. In the old days, you could get back Boris things. But now you get the inlays we trust. It's interesting. I mean, let's go through some of the prices. A mug is £14.90. Um, stay there while I find a drink. Has anyone got a drink? <laughs> what? How much? £14.90 for a mug. T-shirts, £24.95. Wow. It's almost as if there's some really bad inflation. Um, and water bottles are £16.95. Ouch, travel cups, £15.95. Are we fun are you funding the entire election campaign just through mugs? Well, um, to find out more on this, I thought we'd launch our own range of merchandise for Liz Truss. To try and see if we can make some of the sweet dollar off the back of it as well. And of course, you know me. I've already made the advert. Here it is. Want something special to commemorate the new Supreme Leader? Why not buy this exclusive Liz Truss merchandise range? Like this Liz Truss commemorative plate, which is smaller than most plates, as soon you won't need to worry about food. Or this Liz Truss decorative light. It doesn't come with a filament, so it's perfect to use during power blackouts coming this winter. Or this. A baseball cap featuring the words, this is the only cap bankers will have to worry about. The Liz Trust Commemorative Collection. Save 45%. As long as you're in that top-rate taxpayer bracket. Do you know what? I think we might be onto something here. Empty nest mum and dad turned their child's old bedroom into a guess. What would you go with? I mean, it's not an issue that's going to impact me for a long while, because Rory's only six months old, but... Already I'm thinking, when he gets out of that nursery. So, what would you do with a spare old bedroom turned into... They went with Bingo Hall. Yeah. A dream house makeover had the players' benches and a caller's stage. But can you really play bingo at home? Do you not need more people? Otherwise... What? Because they're empty nesters. So we know there's only the husband and wife. So the husband goes and does the, the bingo calling. Wife sits down, plays bingo, wins every single time. It's... 
What's going to happen there? Eventually, he'll get bored. He'll start doing other bingo cool things. Kind of two fat ladies, you and your mother. You know, that kind of, no. And they're going to fall out. It's not what I would do with a spare room. And that's the question, I guess. If you could, if you had a spare room at home, what would you do with it? I love the idea of having a home cinema. Not just like a big telly, a home cinema. Proper, authentic cinema seats, proper projection silver screen, sticky floors, couple in the back row, up to stuff. That's what I'd go for. I love a bit of Star Trek, right? I've reached an age where I'm okay admitting that, because I'm not trying to be cool anymore. It's not really going to make a difference to anyone, is it, whether I'm cool or not? At some point, I'll embarrass the, the young lad, but yeah, I watched them all. Which is why I was disappointed in the way that Daily Star dealt with a story about William Shatner, a.k.a. Captain Kirk, James Tiberius Kirk. The Tiberius was not always his middle name. If, if you watch the whole series, apparently the, the T was only explained later. But anyway, he had some tummy troubles and the Daily Star... Let's try and go through all of the Star Trek-related toilet puns that the Daily Star did. Saying that William Shatner lived up to his name. That's... Oh, already harsh. William Shatner's something himself on stage and told fans he had a technical difficulty. Um, the uh, Star Trek legend revealed he boldly went where he had not gone before. That's another one. Ting! When he had a dicky tummy on stage. He said, halfway through the show, disaster struck in my pants. Halfway through the show. I can't really do... Can't do Kirk. I'll work on that. Um... What other puns have we got there? The headline mentions Klingons. <sighs> Rude. What? Stop doing this to the man. Why would you? There's no need to be just doing all of these childish ones. They also, um, he's got the Runulans. Uh, doing a pun on Romulans. Honestly. If you go through the story to find out even more of this, in his uh, new book, Go Boldly, um, he refused to be put up by Klingons on the starboard bow. Well, now it's, well, stop. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's too much, isn't it? And then if you look in the comments section, Harpik says uh, it, it looks like he's fighting Klingons again. And then Professor Org says, always renowned for his ego and having the mickey taken out of his wigs, this guy will go on and on until the end, uh, well past his sell-by date. Oh, well, they've ruined it even more. Time to do my regular feature of Strictly Watch. Play the thing. Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. Caveat, I don't watch it. So, it's the, according to Martin, the only feature on radio that's a watch-based feature where there is no watching. I've not watched it, but I'm bringing the latest news because I know someone who's on it. From the um, Late Night Mash and Mash Report, my normal co-star would be Ellie Taylor, but she's on Strictly. Before we get to the Ellie Taylor bit, though, uh, Matt Goss apparently winds down from Strictly by bonding online with his brother and best friend Luke. Oh, that's good to mention the brothers because, you know, name of the band and all that. Having said that, as a bald man myself, I think... Because they were twins, aren't they? Oh, I guess they still are. Twins. But one of them's had a hair transplant, the other one's not. And the one who's not, I've got a beef with. No, not having a hair transplant when your identical twins had a hair transplant really shows up what's happened there, doesn't it? You're really letting the cat out of the bag, Luke or Matt, whichever one it is. But into the actual news, seeing as I kind of know Ellie Taylor, in the papers, Ellie Taylor was hoping for a cha-cha-cha-cha change of a high score on Strictly as she wiggled her hips this week. The comedian uh, said that her hips are mostly used for carrying around a toddler. It's a different use for the girls. But she didn't score as highly or something. There you go. 
That's actual news. Actual news about Strictly for today's... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. A couple of stories about food waste. It's amazing, given that we're complaining about how expensive food is, that we're still wasting food. The average Brit bins food worth £405 a year. I don't know if that's a lot, to be fair. I mean, these days, 405 quid is like three pizzas. Everything seems a bit more expensive. Maybe that's not even that much of a shocking one. I just find it weird that people throw away food. Now, admittedly, it'd be better if I threw it away rather than ate it, because I'm trying to lose weight and I fail. But why don't you just eat the food? No, just buy the food and then eat the food. That's all I do. I struggle to keep things in the fridge for more than a day, because if it's there, I'm like, oh, I'll just tell you what, I'll get that. But I wanted to compare and contrast that story in a newspaper. In the same newspaper, half of all Brits don't know that you can put meat in the freezer. What do they think the freezer's for? Because there's no way they're putting veg in the freezer as well, is there? It's just ice. That's the only thing these idiots are doing. Those aged between 18 and 24 were the doziest, with 63% admitting that they'd never frozen a sausage or a chicken breast. You wait till you can't afford the heating. The next thing you know, you'll have frozen... Well, yeah. Earlier on, we were talking about the story of a family empty nesters. The children moved away, and they got a spare bedroom. What are you going to do with that room? Is it going to become a man cave or a little artsy, artsy, craftsy thing? A yoga studio? No, they turn it into a bingo hall. Because that, that, that means they want to go to bingo, but they don't like other people at bingo. It seems weird, doesn't it? I reckon I'd go with a cinema. Um, other ideas coming through. Julie says, spare room. I'd keep it empty as long as there's a lock on the inside to keep everyone else out. I see. One of those weeks, is it? Yeah. And Paul says, I'd turn it into another loo so I could actually get some peace and quiet. A lot of peace and quiet vibes going on there. You can also track me down on social media to send voice notes. You can tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. John, what's your take on this? Hello, Steve. If I had a spare room, I'd turn it into a bar and rent it out to the Tory party in the next lockdown. Oh, hey, he's making money. Make sure you have a good suitcase there. I think that's how they measure the amount of alcohol, isn't it? This uh, one I spotted. Liz Truss has hailed a milestone for the UK's rural economy. As British lamb has been exported to the US for the first time in more than 20 years. And that does seem good, doesn't it? We're selling lamb to America. Strength of the dollar, weakness of the pound. Probably bought it for about £3.50. That's... Oh, we made £3.50, everybody. But you know what it's like. It's great... Good news that we're selling lambs to America. But give it a week, there'll be a lamb shortage and people will be queuing outside petrol stations to buy some shoulder. It's, uh, it's the way it goes these days, isn't it? That's your podcast done for another day, although there is some podcast-only material. We need a special podcast-only bed. Is there a music bed that I don't often use? This one. No, no wonder I don't often use it. It's flipping off. Oh, terrible, isn't it? Too sporty, too sporty. Um... There we go, this is better. Good news if you're listening in Yorkshire, as Yorkshire folk are the happiest in the bedroom. It's bizarre that they sound so miserable, isn't it? But um, it's because they're so blunt about what they want. A third of them have had good sex life in the last year, like year or so, whenever they were surveyed, because they tell their partner exactly what they fantasise about, probably a whippet. The news would have been enough to put an extra wrinkle. It goes on about last of the summer wine. Um, but Yorkshire people apparently have the best, you know. 
So to find out more, I'm joined on the line by a Yorkshire person. Hello. How do? So, why do you think that Yorkshire people have better sex lives? Oh, we don't mess with that flowery language up here. We know what we want, and we aren't backwards about coming forwards for it. Is that one of the things you're into? Hey. How would you ask for a, you know, a moment of intimate connection? Moments of what? You make it sound like a children. How would you ask for some carnal pleasures? Is that the name of someone in the church? How would you go about starting some nuptials? Aren't they at Christmas? How would you ask for it? Look, we just say, hey, love, how about a nice, good thrashing? No, 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 you've made it sound like a fight. No. But thank you very much for joining me. Um, That's podcast-only material for today. I think we covered that story nicely. Subscribe to wherever you found this podcast. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.